0: Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 382. What is thy birthright, man, child of the perfect one? What is thy father's plan for his beloved son? Hymn number 382. The scriptural will be given by Nancy from New Jersey.
1: Romans, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered, that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. James. Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Ephesians. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them.
0: Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science Textbook. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 142. Immortal love forever full, forever flowing free, forever shared forever whole, a never ebbing sea. Hymn number 142. to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion where we discuss this week's lesson and other topics that need to be covered and learn how to practice Christian science better in our daily lives. And we had a really good one this morning. So if you missed it, or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. And it will also be available on our YouTube channel and our Vimeo channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets at 11 every Sunday morning. And that Sunday school is available to children anywhere. Uh, many of our students don't live in the area, but they participate via a dedicated teleconference number on their telephone. What this means is that if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, that child can also attend. Just call us, we'll give you the number, and we would be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15 where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally transformed through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our meetings and services, we we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. At all of our services, we read from the King James Bible, and the writings of Mary Baker Eddy, discoverer and founder of Christian Science. And we have quite a missionary uh, outreach through 17 different websites in 17 different languages. And this way, we reach people around the world, in many cases, in their own language, with the pure truth of Christian science. And all of what we offer on all of our websites is free of charge. Costs nothing to read, download, listen to. Freely we have received and freely we give. And one of the uh, articles that I'd like to point out on our English website uh, being featured this week is an article entitled Man, God's Image by Bicknell Young. Wonderful explanation of what the Bible means when it says that God created man in his image and likeness. Excellent article, I recommend it highly. Everyone is welcome here, and that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony from the chapter entitled Fruitage in the Christian Science Textbook, which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science Textbook and that reading will be given this morning by Matthew from Kentucky.
3: Page 676 A New Life Gained. Leaving home when a young man, I carried with me a protection against the temptation of a great city, a mother's prayers, and a small Bible. For a time, I read the Bible and prayed, but without understanding. This did not suffice, and evil seemed to gain the victory. I soon omitted to read my Bible, forgot to go to God in prayer for guidance and help, and looked to the world for that which it never has and never can give, health, peace, and joy. Thus, years later, when Christian science came into my home, it found me prayerless, churchless, godless, a home discordant, and with no thought or knowledge of spiritual things. Up to this time, my wife had for years been seeking health through the physician, but without success, and as a last resort, had been sent to Christian Science. The help received was so wonderful that I commenced the study of science and health. The first effect, which I realized from the reading of our textbook, was a great love for the Bible, and a desire to read it, something which I had not done for years. I went in silent prayer to God that I might see the light and truth which would enable me to become a better man. Ye must be born again. Thus again and as a child was I taught to pray the effectual fervent prayer, which availeth much. In a few weeks' study of science and health, together with the Bible, and without other help, I was healed of a desire for liquor of years standing and of the use of tobacco. Ten years have passed, and these appetites have never returned. I have never used either liquor or tobacco in any form from that time to the present. Surely this scripture is fulfilled in our home. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things Are become new. How can we estimate the value of a book, the study of which brings such transformation and regeneration? Only as we endeavor to live and strive to practice what it teaches can we begin to pay our debt to God and to her whom He has sent to make plain to human understanding the life and teaching of Christ Jesus. W.H.P.
0: Boston. The Bible and the Christian Science textbook are our only preachers. We shall now read scriptural texts and their correlative passages from our textbook. These comprise our sermon. The canonical writings, together with the word of our textbook, corroborating and explaining the Bible texts in their denominational spiritual import an application to all ages, past, present, and future, constitute a sermon undivorced from truth, uncontaminated or fettered by human hypotheses, and authorized by Christ. This morning's lesson sermon can be found on page 12 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject Adam and fallen man. The golden text is from Job. Art thou the first man that was born, or wast thou made before the hills? The responsive reading is from John and Genesis. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God and the Word was God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. And the Lord God Caused a deep sleep to to fall upon upon Adam, and and he slept, and and he took one of his ribs, and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived, and there came, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Craig will now read.
4: The Bible, Isaiah see she from man whose breath is in his nostrils for wherein is he to be accounted of proverbs the lord possessed me in the beginning of his way before his works of old i was set up from everlasting from the beginning wherever the earth was before the mountains were settled Before the hills was I brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the highest part of the dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depth. When he established the clouds above. When he strengthened the fountain of the deep when he gave to the sea his decree that the waters should not pass his commandment, when he appointed the foundations of the earth. Then I was by him, as one brought up with him, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him. Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, Job. Man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Turn from him. 1 Corinthians. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. And so it is written the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. And the last Adam was made a quickening spirit. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. John. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, He cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except the man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. John. And early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them. The Pharisees, therefore, said unto him, Who art thou? And Jesus said unto them, Even the same that I had said unto you from the beginning, That which I have seen with my father, And ye do that which ye have seen with your father. Then said they to him, We be born, we be not born of fornication, We have one father, even God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me, for I proceedeth, and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh, he speaketh a lie. He speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. But though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not on him. Therefore they could not believe, because that Isaiah said, He hath blinded their eyes, and it hardened their heart, that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted. And I should heal them. For they love the praise of men more than the praise of God. Galatians. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by men, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him they called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But when it please God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen. Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. First John, my little children, ye have known him that it is from the beginning, ye have known the Father. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. Let that therefore abide in you which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which ye have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, ye also shall continue in the Son and in the Father.
0: Elizabeth from Georgia will now read.
5: I will read from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. The infinite has no beginning. This word beginning is employed to signify the only, that is, the eternal verity and unity of God and man, including the universe. The spiritual real man has no birth, no material life, And no death. Never born and never dying, it were impossible for man, under the government of God in eternal science, to fall from his high estate. Sooner or later, we shall learn that the fetters of man's finite capacity are forged by the illusion that he lives in body instead of in soul in matter instead of in spirit. If spirit is all and is everywhere, what and where is matter? Sleep and mesmerism explain the mythical nature of material sense. Sleep shows material sense as either oblivion, nothingness, or an illusion, or dream. When we are awake, we dream of the pains and pleasures of matter. Who will say, even though he does not understand Christian science, that this dream, rather than the dreamer, may not be mortal man? Who can rationally say otherwise when the dream leaves mortal man intact in body and thought, although the so-called dreamer is unconscious? For right reasoning, there should be but one fact before the thought, namely spiritual existence. In reality, there is no other existence, since life cannot be united to its unlikeness, mortality. The parent of all human discord was the Adam dream, the deep sleep in which originated the delusion that life and intelligence proceeded from and passed into matter. Human experience in mortal life, which starts from an egg, corresponds with that of Job when he says, Man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Mortals must emerge from this notion of material life as all in all they must peck open their shells with Christian science and look outward and upward. As both mortal man and sin have a beginning, they must consequently have an end, while the sinless real man is eternal. Eve's Declaration I have gotten a man from the Lord supposes God to be the author of sin and sin's progeny. This false sense of existence is fratricidal. In the words of Jesus, it, evil devil, is a murderer from the beginning. Jesus defined this opposite of God and his creation better than we can when he said, He is a liar and the father of it. Jesus also said, Have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil? This he said of Judas, one of Adam's race. Jesus never intimated that God made a devil, but he did say, Ye are of your father the devil. All these things were to show that mind and matter is the author of itself and is simply a falsity and illusion. Adam, represented in the scriptures as formed from dust, is an object lesson for the human mind. The material senses, like Adam, originate in matter and return to dust, are proved non-intelligent. They go out as they came in, for they are still the error, not the truth, of being When we put off the false sense for the truth and see that sin and mortality have neither principle nor permanency, we shall learn that sin and mortality are without actual origin or rightful existence. They are native nothingness, out of which error would simulate creation through a man formed from dust. Divine science does not put new wine into old bottles, soul into matter, nor the infinite into the finite. Our false views of matter perish as we grasp the facts of spirit. The old belief must be cast out or the new idea will be spilled and the inspiration, which is to change our standpoint, will be lost. Now, as of old, truth casts out evils and heals the sick. Birth, decay, and death arise from the material sense of things, not from the spiritual. For in the latter, life consisteth not of the things which a man eateth. Matter cannot change the eternal fact that man exists because God exists. Nothing is new to the infinite mind. To attend properly the birth of the new child or divine idea, you should so detach mortal thought from its material conceptions. A spiritual idea has not a single element of error, and this truth removes properly whatever is offensive. In human history, when the forbidden fruit was bringing forth fruit of its own kind, there came a suggestion of change in the modus operandi, that man should be born of woman, not woman again taken from man. Another change will come as to the nature and origin of man, and this revelation will destroy the dream of existence. Reinstate reality, usher in science and the glorious fact of creation, that both man and woman proceed from God and are his eternal children, belonging to no lesser parent. Divine science rolls back the clouds of error with the light of truth and lifts the curtain on man as never born. And as never dying, but as coexistent with his Creator.
0: Let us now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 160. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. It matters not what be thy lot, so love doth guide. For storm or shine, pure peace is thine, whate'er betide. Hymn number 160. Let's now sing hymn number 66. From these thy children gathered in thy name, from hearts made whole, from lips redeemed from woe, thy praise, O Father, shall forever flow. Alleluia, Alleluia. Hymn number 66.
6: I will read from the Christian Science textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, on the collective passages from 1 John, third chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because he knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear where we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Second Corinthians. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who have reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. Amen.